At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. The page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. It's updated every 10 minutes. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits another way. VSIN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Another woman has filed a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. We are up to 24 now. 24 women have accused him of inappropriate sexual conduct during massage sessions. I I can't even read what she's accused him of. The the last one is... This uh, one, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The best I can do, and I know this used to frustrate me being in this business for a long time, that Oprah could talk about sex, and if Howard Stern did, he'd get fined. But he exposed himself and then did other things. Uh, is the best I can say it, but then his, I, I can't believe what the lawyer came out and said on the Houston radio show. Yeah, yes, about en- ending it a certain way. Yeah, it's like so you just you just made the whole case and what all these women are basically saying. Where Correct. I, I am a I am performing a sir. I'm, I'm I'm a massage therapist. This is what I do for a living, and he's coming in and trying to make it sexual, and I am. Uh, Offended, outraged, whatever, and I'm trying to get out of there, and he won't stop. And it, it's it, it's it's 24 now, which you know the yeah. league. I don't know what they're doing. Harden said he expects something to come down. It's not going to be good news. 
But they also, is paid leave on the table here? Where you just say, let's get this straightened out. Who knows more women could come out now? And the last two came out, they said, a result of what they saw with the HBO special. Yeah, and I want to get the exact. So Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, he's also a lawyer. Has yes. been for a long time, right? That's what he was before he got into this racket. I want to get the exact tweet um, before I run with this. But uh, here it is. He pointed out earlier today, the fact that Watson was sued on Monday by a person whose name was not previously known to his legal team could create multiple problems for Watson, including a possible, keyword possible, void of his many millions in guaranteed money. That's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, who again is a lawyer, was a lawyer full-time before he got into the pro football business. So he's, they're just going to do character assassination, and, and Harden's talking about, well, look at the history of the, maybe some of these women. And I watched the special on HBO. The two women are in tears. Uh, several of them quit the business as yes, a they result. Yep. So, um, okay, one or two, all right. 24 now? 24. 24. Look, I, and I don't even know. Um, uh, what the, Does he get a year? Does he get longer? Do you think what Ridley got for putting in a couple parlays? The other thing is he is offered at some books as comeback player of the year. Oh, he's as low as 12 to 1 or 16 to 1 here in Las Vegas. Come on. Okay, so I was going over this with a professional sports better. He said he'd make him 1,000 to 1, and he went, I would not touch Deshaun Watson for 1,000 to 1. Do not make that bet on Watson to win comeback player of the year, whatever you do. He's not Put it this way, folks. If you had an MVP voter come out last year and admit late in the season that he made up his mind in August that he was not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he doesn't like the guy, what do you think voters are going to say about Deshaun Watson? Find other guys to bet on. He should not even be on the board, and if he is, he should be 1,000-1. to 1. You can't make that bet. 12-1, to 1, I don't care how many games he plays and how well he plays in those games. Let's say it's eight, whatever, and he's incredible he should not be eligible for comeback player of the year. Now, I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. Nobody does, right? Um, the maybe, list could go higher. Ma- ma- maybe some of these women, who knows with the details, right? Yeah. But I would say this, 24 women, 24? It's impossible that all of them are lying. Impossible. And um, where there's smoke, there's fire. 24 women now. Well, you have this. You, you, you're an NFL player. If you need some work done, you, you have that with the team. You don't have to go seek out on Instagram these these girls. Right. I mean, come on. Yep. I wasn't born yesterday. I exactly. Mean, with, with this guy. And then for what his his lawyer did so much damage with that interview over the weekend about what he said. And I can't say what he said. I, yeah, guess I know. On the, I didn't even know what I can say on the air. But what his lawyer said on the Houston radio show, too, about, are you nuts? What, what is going on here? It, it, this, it, that's the other thing about, did the Browns really think this through? I guess they thought, okay, well, that's it, and we're, we're going to move on, and he denies it. and we, we, but Then, then the, uh, Haslam said we, we vetted everybody. He didn't talk to anybody. He didn't talk to him. What are you talking about? No, not one and of they them. They did the press conference on, uh, on like Skype or something. They weren't even there when they did the presser. Right. And, and so it, it's still coming out that NFL owners are really upset with what he did, signing him to a $230 million guaranteed contract. And the way they worked it, so year one, he's basically getting paid nothing and you can say what you want about the NFL schedule makers as well. The first four games kind of giving Cleveland a break with their games. But uh, overall, I think that could come back to really bite Cleveland a little bit later on down the road. I don't know how it would, but maybe owners are going to be like unwilling. Like may- maybe this is the owners are like, you know what? You gave this guy all this guaranteed money. We're not going to, we've collectively talked about this collusion. 
right? We're not we're not going to take Baker Mayfield off your hands. Sorry, mm. you did this to yourselves. Yep. Betting standpoint, I can't believe the comeback player of the year odds, and at some books, they are the favorites to win the division. Uh, you know, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, and the Ravens might be the team to beat there too. A lot of people are high on the Ravens this year, but it's the Browns who, in some spots, are the favorites to win this division. Yeah. Hey, this he what I. I He's got to get at least half the season, and who knows what's going to happen now. But just put it just. Well, okay. So it is June seventh today, Paul. We've been asking this question for I don't know a month. When will the NFL make up their minds? When are they going to come down with this suspension? Are they going to just wait until July fourth? They're going to wait until training camps are right around the corner. Hey, we finally made up our minds. Bam! You're getting eight games. Jacoby Brissett. Good luck. Uh huh. Or whoever the quarterback is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe it. I can't believe any of it. Yeah. What's happened here with the lawyer and then and then this this gal comes out and what she alleges in there as well. Um and how about the Rams, who just the Donald news, a forty million dollar raise, sixty five million guaranteed in the first two years. It's actually like three years for ninety five million. And they just, you know, it kind of bothers me. They think they're the Patriots. They win one Super Bowl, and it's, well, we don't need draft picks. I don't know how they can do this with all the with the cap works, but forget the cap and forget the draft picks, and we'll make it work. But this just, uh, they gave him the big raise, and uh, they lock him up, and he is the highest-paid non-quarterback now in the league. Well, it makes sense, right? Because he is one of, if not the best players in the entire league. And you're right. I don't know. They have some, like, geniuses. Working as capologists there, yeah, I guess in that organization, the way that they've been able to finagle this and you know sign all these star players to huge contracts, not worry about depth, not worry about draft picks, and last year worked out for them. Like they survived an entire season without a boatload of injuries. That doesn't happen to teams very often. They did it last year, and I think they're kind of banking on the same thing to happen as they go for a repeat. It did work out, but you're right that they got some breaks, they got lucky. Uh, but credit to them. But if it, it went sideways, you could be like the the Nets. You're giving up all these picks, and you don't have these picks. Yep. Uh, I guess it could be different in the NFL, but they made all these trades that did work out, and they get to win the. T- I, I still think they're going to win the division, especially when it appears San Francisco is going to trade Garoppolo. Well, that's we'll touch on that a little bit yep. more tomorrow. But if they're going to go and play the entire season with Trey Lance, then you would suspect that the Niners are by default going to take a step back. Um, the Cardinals, I know they were a playoff team, but I think they have a lot of question marks. Yeah. And uh, you know Seattle. I saw yesterday there's a shop here in town. William Hill is offering a bunch of these teams to, to win 10 games. Seattle to win 10, 10 plus games is like 20 to 1 this year. <laughs> uh-huh. they're, they're thought of as one of, and we all knew this going in, but I mean, they're going to be one of the worst, on paper anyway, as of right now, yep. one of the worst teams in football. Yeah. Interesting day. And then the, the, the Broncos go for $4.5 billion. That guy's worth like $60 billion. He's had a bad year with what's gone on yeah. in the economy. And I think is if you do the math with uh, Rob Walton, I think the the kids each kid gets six hundred and eighty million or something like that. But it, it begs the question. And it's a great fan base and a great sports town. But what the hell would the Cowboys go for? Jerry said he'd never sell. But if the they just Tepper paid what two 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 for the Panthers, two four? Yeah, I think two four. What would the what would the Cowboys go for if he ever sold them? Eight billion? Oh my God! Actually, that should be on the betting board somewhere. Yeah. If if and when Jerry Jones put up as like a you know a future prop, if Jerry Jones ever sells the Cowboys, how much money is he going to get? 
yeah, they, yeah, they didn't have this. I mean, it's just you get in a bidding war, you never know. It was like how, how off people were on the on the Clippers, what Ballmer paid for them, even what the, the Sacramento Kings went for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Forbes most valuable teams, Cowboys checking in at $6.5 million, then the Patriots. Billion. What I said, go right. Uh, yeah. Then the then the Giants coming at number three. I don't know how the Commanders are worth that much at four points. Well, I, I think I mean uh, look. Okay, first of all, look at number thirteen and number fourteen. The Steelers are fourteenth on the list at three point. You're telling me somebody wouldn't pay eight nine million a billion dollars yeah. for the Steelers? I are you kidding me? Concur, right. With that history and that fan base? Yeah. Uh, I honestly think Jerry Jones could get ten billion if he wanted to. There could be a group that would come in and say, "I will give you ten billion dollars." With that stadium. Yeah. That entire state, still thought of by many as America's team, come on. 6.5 is light. The lines are 2.4. Bottom on the list. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in a couple of years, they could probably sell for like $5 billion if they hang on to it for a little bit longer. Browns, number 29 on the list at $2.6 billion. That could change in a uh-huh. couple of years, clearly, but. They were way off on, the, well, yeah, way off on the evaluation of the Broncos. But uh, you never know mm-hmm. what that what that goes for. All right, FTM at vcin.com is the email address here. FTM at vcin.com. Also on Twitter at Live and Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Up next, uh, this pitcher has been incredible over the first uh, two months of the season. He should have a legit chance to win an award, but history tells you it's virtually impossible. We'll run it down for you coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. the sports betting network Jeff Siegel coming off a winning Preakness pick and now you can get a $25 free bet to follow him in Saturday's Belmont all you have to do is sign up for first bet the preferred horse racing app of VEASAN go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VEASAN fans VEASAN.com slash horses promo code LV Belmont tweet and email as well. Most unique concert experience in light of the uh, great uh, tweet we showed and, and picture from 1989 earlier with Pink Floyd in Venice. People just pulling up in their boats, which uh, yeah. I cannot believe. This is from Phil on email, FTM at VEASAN.com. There's the photo for those of you watching it. I've been to over 200 concerts from the Grateful Dead to Sinatra. The best was Jimmy Buffett at Jones Beach. I was 50 and one of the youngest people there. It was outdoors with a thick cloud of smoke and the pungent aroma of you-know-what. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. can imagine. Well, that's an eclectic mix. Wow. Sinatra. Uh, Grateful Dead. Uh, that's uh, that's an amazing resume to have to go wow. watch them. Yeah. Good for you. Keep those coming. I want to, yeah, because that, uh, I mean, there's got to be, so, so, there's got to be someone, too, that has gone to Woodstock, any of them, uh, in the audience as well. Jim on email says, Moody Blues at Red Rocks. I think Red Rocks is the one I was talking about. I've never been there before, but I've heard unbelievable things about it. Yeah. I went to Sandstone Amphitheater, I think it's called, in uh, Kansas City. I saw, uh, I was, yeah, it was supposed to be Alice in Chains and Metallica, and then Lane Staley uh, had Relapse. Okay. I think that's the show I was, Hetfield made, Lead Singer Metallica made fun of him because he relapsed and he couldn't tour with the heroin, and someone threw a shoe at him, and he caught it. On stage, it's on YouTube. Is that right? Because why would you throw that? What's wrong with you? So his reaction because time was pretty good. He nailed it, yeah. Okay. Threw right yeah. up and caught, caught it while he's playing guitar. Caught the shoe. This is uh, from Sydney on email. Not much to mention for venues, but we did go see Gin Blossoms at Cocoa Beach, Florida. Dollar drafts, which was really nice. If you can find a concert oh, nowadays wow. with the dollar drafts, for sure. And the band Live came to my university town in Canada. I think Live would be awesome to see. They had some hits. Yeah. I yeah. heard they're very good live, too. Good. Yep. Good. Okay, so I bet this guy mm. at 100-1 to 1 to win the National League Cy Young. It is wishful thinking, and I've admitted that I bet closers or a closer every single year to win the Cy Young just in case they have that one outlier year where they could actually maybe win this award. I did this, and I'll run down all the numbers here historically, right? But if you look at the board right now and you're looking at uh, vcin.com and watching the show elsewhere – Josh Hader is 35 to 1 at some spots. I'm looking right now at two shops here in Las Vegas where he's 25 to 1. Now, betting on a closer to win this award is to actually think he can win 
is almost a total pipe dream and it's virtually impossible. Here's the list of closers to win the Cy Young going all the way back to 1977. Sparky Lyle did it that year. <laughs> he was 13-5 and five with 26 saves. He had a 2.17 ERA and 137 innings pitched. Bruce Suter did it in 1979. He had 37 saves. Raleigh Fingers in that mustache in 1981. 28 saves, a 1.04 ERA. You remember the 1984 year? Yes. Willie Hernandez? Yeah. Also MVP? 9-3, and three, 32 saves, 1.92 ERA, 140 innings pitched, 112 caves. And we need something like that to happen today. Didn't they start 35-5 and five that oh, year? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Steve Bedrosian in 1987, 40 saves, a 2.83 ERA in 89 innings. Mark Davis in 1989 won the Cy Young yeah. with 44 saves and a 1.85 ERA. 1992, Dennis Eckersley. He was 7-1, and one, 51 saves with a 1.91 ERA and 93 Ks in 80 innings. I couldn't find blown saves all the way back to 1992. I did find blown saves with 2003 Eric Gagne. Remember that stretch that he had where I think he saved more than 100 games consecutively without blowing one? Yep. He was 2-3-0-3 and and with 55 saves, zero blown, a 1.20 ERA. The key to his... Year, 137 Ks in 82 innings. You couldn't touch him. He was automatic. All of those players I just mentioned won the Cy Young. So, before I get to haters' numbers this year, to tell you why it's so difficult, recent closers to have amazing years and not win the award. So, I had this ticket on Edwin Diaz for the Mariners at 500-1. to Back in 2018, I eventually sold it on PropSwap. He was 0-4 that year, but he had 57 saves, 4 blown, with a 1.96 ERA and 124 strikeouts. He finished 8th in the voting behind Blake Trainin, who actually had 37 saves. 8th in the voting. Oh, God. Like, what? Yeah. He, so you're telling us he had no chance and he put up that kind of a season in in that same year, 2018. Josh Hader actually finished seventh in the National League Cy Young, six and one, 12 saves, saves a 2.43 ERA in 143 Ks. That's when Council was using it as a leverage guy and go out there and give us two and two thirds if you can. He was like Goose Gossage that year. In 20, Paul, get this. In 2016, you'll remember for this from what Showalter did in the postseason. Zach Britton was 2-1 and one for the O's. He had 47 saves. That was he, the year? He never blew a save. Oh, my. That's right. And Showalter never went to him in the postseason. Yep, yep, yep. Season's over, and he's warming up in the pen. Yep. He had a 0.54 ERA, a sub-0.9 whip, and he finished fourth. That's the uh. best he could do. Uh, Mark Melanson saved 51 games back in 2015. He finished eighth. But I'm looking at all these numbers on Josh Hader, and again, I'm holding 100 to 1. Mike Palm has 70. He's down to 25 to 1 at some spots. He has 18 saves so far this year. He's got 14.3 strikeouts per nine. He's got 28 overall and only 17 and two-thirds innings pitched. He is not allowed to run. Yes. I don't think this is a dumb and dumber situation. I don't think you're drawing dead here. Um, I mean, everything you just outlined, though. But can you have that historic season? Number one, what would help you out is some uh, multiple inning out saves. That could help you out. That would help out. Got, you know, they're coming in, okay, I'll get you five outs. I'll get you six outs. But the other thing, if you get that Gagne-type season, or at least it's just coming in night in, night out, get the save, not allow a run. 
Mm-hmm. No runs. Not giving up any runs and closing the door, and you have like a 48 out of 50 run. Well, whatever it is. But it could be also to coincide with Burns just got lit up again. Yeah. Can we put the odds board right here on? Can Alcantara okay. keep this up? A Musgrove, like, you know, Rodon, Bueller got roughed up the other. I mean, you're running out of options here at some point. I mean, when you look at what the odds were yeah. before the season, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Paul, for sure. Yeah. I mean, look at, you brought up Burns, his last start. Now it's one start. But he got torched for seven runs, and they lost that game to the Padres. Alcantara's been amazing. Musgrove's been very good. Rodon, a couple of bad starts now. Yeah. Uh, Lopez, a uh, little iffy. Walker Bueller, blown up in his last start, and he's been shaky at best. And he, so you start, Aaron Nola's been really good. There are certainly some really good candidates on the board. I'm not saying Josh Hader should be the favorite by any stretch of the imagination right now. But, okay, yeah. so I would ask you then, if what you just said, what if he doesn't blow a save this year? That's number one. Okay. A- and he yeah. has... Britain had a 0.54 ERA. If Hader has a better ERA than that, with zero blown saves, can he win the award? Yes. Now, the, other, the luck factor, too, is the opportunities. He's got to yeah. get out there and get the opportunities. No doubt. The games have to be close. You had that going for you the year Diaz. I did. Was in, they, they, they kept they winning one-run games. That, that was the right. story of Seattle that, that entire that's year. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, But the other thing is, is, is this. I don't know. I I was talking to Fitz yesterday about the streak. But if you can break that streak of consecutive saves without giving up a run, that also can help you. Because if it just if just every day if he's doing something special, unique, and he has this record, he still hasn't given up a run, he has this many saves, as a, yeah. then, then there's a path there. Well, I tell you what else we need, too. If we can get to the All-Star game, which is now, what, five and a half weeks away, six weeks away from today? Uh, if we can get to the All-Star game and he still hasn't allowed a run, because it has to become a talking point nationally. This has to become a narrative where, uh-oh, look. because Total dominance, like Eckersley. Absolutely. The yes. Eckersley and Gagne thing, was, that was be, every, look at this, look what Eckersley's doing, look what Gagne's it doing. It has to be a combination of those two guys, and then let, let's say come All-Star game, like that's a talking point on the broadcast. Can you believe these numbers from Hader? He's 28 for 28 with an ERA of zero. This guy has to be in the, you know, the mix to win the Cy Young. Because the year that I had that bet on Diaz at 501, he never really became, that was more of like a um, subculture thing where Mariners fans were talking about like this guy, and I was, I'm like, come on, let's get this guy to win the MVP yeah, or the Cy yeah. Young. But it never really took off nationally. I remember, I think it was Major League Baseball Network who put like a graphic up on their screen of eight guys that can win the award. And it was probably September. He wasn't even listed. I'm like, my God, what's the guy got to do? But when he doesn't pick up that steam nationally, it becomes difficult to then you know, scoop in and win the award. Swoop in, I should say. Yes, yes. You have a path. There it's might be, there might be one difficult. there, but it takes a lot. Yeah, difficult, not impossible. Yeah. It'll be a good sweat. Just keep closing games. Don't give up a run. Yeah. It I mean, should be easy, right? I, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've always said. It shouldn't be that hard. Right. You're coming in. You're fresh. They haven't seen you. You got to get three outs. That's it. What's so hard about it? Just don't walk anybody. <laughs> I know. Don't don't no that's, hit by pitch. Yeah. Right. Do your job. Get a couple of strikeouts and end the damn game. All right. It is follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Paul Stone's going to join the show coming up next. He flew to Las Vegas last week to bet college football games of the year. He bet 14 of them. We will have him explain which teams he thought the South Point was either underrated or overrated, in his opinion, coming up next.
follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook, your home for betting on the huge game three tomorrow in the NBA Finals, and three's the magic number. When you bet on any player's total three-pointers prop bet, you get a free bet for every three made in the game. See the site for details. Bet on the threes in-game in game three and score yourself free bets. Make your bets at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. All right, let's talk some college football now as professional sports better Paul Stone joins the program. He's on Twitter at Paul Stone's, uh, Stone Sports. That's also the name of his podcast. Uh, Paul, you've been betting college football professionally for a long time, and you've you've always told me and us that it's a year-round venture for you. But can you explain that, like today in 2022, how it's more like 365 days a year than ever before? I tell you, Mitch and Paul, it absolutely is. You know, you you obviously had the uh, legalization of sports betting in states outside of Nevada. I guess it's been four years now since the repeal of PASPA, but. Uh, you know, you get some of these more aggressive books who've just moved the calendar up, you know, releasing week one games, releasing game of the year numbers earlier, than, uh, you know, historical uh, data. And then you've got uh, the, the regular season wins coming out. And it's truly a, uh, a year-round endeavor. I mean, you never know exactly when they're going to release the numbers and they're going to become first available. So you almost have to, as soon as one season ends, uh, you almost have to just immediately transition, start making your number for the next uh, season and try to be ready uh, when those numbers do indeed appear earlier than ever. Okay. Do you want to tell us about, before we get into the actual games that you bet, so you came out to the South Point. Chris Andrews posted uh, the numbers last Friday. I was told he did $150,000 in handle, so a very good you know, amount there, good action overall. Um, some of the teams that you thought Chris and Vinny were either underrated or, you know, overrated on? Well, you know, I've, I've got one under each category that, that clearly, in my mind, that, that doesn't make it the, the truth necessarily, but I think Oklahoma uh, was clearly the team that, that Chris and Vinny overrated. Uh, I actually faded the uh, Sooners three times. Mm. And Chris, in an article that, that I was quoted in as well uh, on Covers.com by Patrick Everson, uh, he admitted that he uh, basically makes, or maybe not makes the mistake, but that he tends to overrate uh, Oklahoma each year. So the overrated team, the Oklahoma Sooners and first-year head coach Brent Venables, and then the team that he had underrated, uh, although I came into it really with no uh, predisposition that I would be betting this team from the ACC, but he had Wake Forest underrated in my mind. This team obviously doesn't play great defense, but they have a great offense. They have a lot of those pieces returning, including uh, quarterback Sam Hartman, who started a lot of football games there. I actually took two tickets on the Demon Deacons. I took Wake Forest and Pick uh, over North Carolina, and then I took Wake Forest plus eight points uh, in a conference game as well at Louisville. So you mentioned Oklahoma, and what do you expect now? Could we see a completely different team with Riley leaving, and now you go defensive-oriented and a genius with Venables. And on the flip side, what do you think USC is going to do with Riley coming to town? Well, looking at Oklahoma first, Paulie, I mean, you know, Brent Venables is a longtime defensive coordinator uh, who in earlier in his career was obviously at Oklahoma, has been at Clemson most recently for many years. But this is his first 
head coaching job uh, at the major college level and, and as energetic of a guy as he is and as much as he has the fan base uh, excited and, and ready for the season, who knows you know, how he's going to perform as the CEO of a program. So I think the jury's really out on Oklahoma. You know, in each of the last six years prior to last season, the Sooners had averaged at least 42 points a game in every season. Last year, they dropped to 36 points a game. I believe this season, they probably drop a little further offensively as far as offensive points per game. So uh, that drops their power rating. Uh, there's been, a, a, obviously, a, a pretty... Uh, mass exodus of, uh, mm. of talented offensive players from Oklahoma to USC that followed uh, Riley West. So I see Oak, Texas and Oklahoma as the co-favorites in the Big 12. I don't see either really having a clear advantage over the other, in my opinion. Then you look at USC, and I, I mean, I think this season uh, he's obviously got some great offensive pieces. His quarterback uh, Caleb Williams follows him out there, one of his wide receivers at Oklahoma, a five-star guy who I think is going to uh, have a great career, uh, a small guy. Mario Williams from the state of Florida uh, follows him to USC. They pick up the running back from Oregon, Travis Dye, and then within the last few weeks uh, made the notable addition of last year's Bolitnikoff uh, winner, wide receiver Jordan Addison from uh, Pittsburgh. They still have issues on the offensive line, and they're still not a great uh, defensive football team. Uh, I really thought Chris and the market in general this year would have USC overrated compared to my power ratings, but Chris clearly had uh, USC uh, even lower than I did. So you just never know when these numbers come out You know how the person making these numbers is going to, to view these teams, so you just have to be ready to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think but yeah, I think I think there's gonna be some opportunities maybe to bet against USC this season. Yeah, so I like this, Paul. Uh this is what Matt Humans told us forty five minutes ago that Chris and Vinny at the South Point did not they made it a point to not even take a peek at other books where they may have had some of these numbers on games of the year, potential games of the year. And other books they were actually offering Utah minus three against USC, while the South Point put up Utah minus twelve. So that's one of your plays that you made last Friday, right? Is that you took the Trojans plus all those points. Right. I took USC plus 12 over Utah. And I also, in, in mid-May at a sports book in Louisiana, I have Utah plus one and a half over USC in the same game. So oh. I have both teams as the underdog, which is uh, always a position. You don't get too many of those, but it's always <laughs> nice to have a position like that. So I respect Chris, I mean, for, for doing it that way. It's obviously more advantageous to a guy on my side of the counter, but Chris is an old-school guy. I think he really enjoys the competition of, of going up against uh, guys who are studying you know, college football basically year-round. And, uh, you know, he did it his way. And even though I feel like I've got a – a lot of value on some of these games, and I'm sure Brad and some of the other guys out there do as well. Um, I've had value like this before, and uh, you know it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna you're gonna win and uh, you know have a have a great showing. So time will tell, but uh, you know it's it's certainly uh, advantageous again from the better's perspective that he just started with a blank canvas and made his own numbers. So how would you approach that then? Were you able to get down the same amount of money on both bets? With Utah plus one and a half and USC plus twelve, and if not, like which which bet do you like more, Paul? You know, I've got equal amounts. Okay, on on the on both sides. I 
you know, I like them. I like them both. You know, if if Utah loses by one or wins by eleven points or fewer, you know, I'm going to win both bets there. So I'm mostly taking numbers at this time of the year, Mitch, more than really teams. Sure. You know, you make your numbers. They open the line. You know. Uh, at uh, the lines at 1 p.m. Pacific on Friday, and you you were only able to make two bets. Uh, I was first in line there at the South Point, and I, I just look at the first sheet and I see Navy plus 19 against Air Force. That jumps out at me, mm-hmm. and I see Iowa State plus 13 uh, at Iowa. That jumps out at me. So those were my first two bets, and ironically, those were the two bets that have moved the most. Uh, Navy moved seven points, now only getting 12 against Air Force. Iowa State's moved six points, uh, now only getting seven against Iowa. How about a couple SEC games that you bet? Alabama A&M October 8th and A&M also against Auburn November 12th. And explain your reasoning there, please. Well, the Alabama game, I just thought 13 and a half, getting below two touchdowns, always one of your objectives when you bet these games of the year in early June you know, at least three months before the game's played, in some cases six months before the game's played, you want to be sure you're getting the best number available that will ever be available. And I think Alabama's going to be favored by more than 14 points in this game. I think Nick Saban uh, and Jimbo Fisher's relationship has been well chronicled. Uh, I think Nick's going to have his foot on the accelerator. Uh, I think he's going to let his guys know this means something uh, more than just another SEC game. And then on November 12th, A&M going to Auburn, laying three points. I just think Auburn's in for a difficult year. You know, they've had a lot of roster turnover since Brian Harson took over before the 2021 season. Uh, they have a lot of question marks throughout their lineup, uh, including at the all-important quarterback position. Uh, I think A&M beats them by more in a field goal there on the Plains uh, in November. All right, hang tight. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better Paul Stone, our guest, at Paul Stone Sports on Twitter, We'll get into some of uh, his other bets that he made last Friday, games of the year at the South Point out here in Las Vegas. Uh, he did bet a couple of games featuring Notre Dame. Is he fading the Fighting Irish this year, or is he on Notre Dame? We'll ask him about that coming up. And also, he's very close to the uh, Texas program. We'll get his overall opinion on the Longhorns once again, for those of you who may have missed it earlier this year when we talked to Paul about the Texas Longhorns and the state of that program in college football. All coming up here on Follow the Money. It's v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Visa and Summer Specials here for $39. You get everything we have to offer from now to the end of July. Matt Humans was on earlier in Point Spread Weekly. He's working, uh, he'll put out the games of the year and what happened at the South Point as we're talking to Paul Stone. The live video stream, whenever you want it. $39 through July 31st. A lot going on. Major League Baseball, golf majors. NBA Finals, Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through. vcin.com slash summer, yours for only $39. Subscribe now. We continue talking college football and games of the year with uh, professional sports better Paul Stone. So you did tell us in the previous segment, Paul, that uh, you were fading Oklahoma. You thought uh, Chris Andrews was maybe a touch high on that team this year again. Can you tell us which games you said, I want the other side against the Sooners? Absolutely. I, I took road underdogs, Kansas State, uh, plus 14 over Oklahoma and Norman. Took Baylor also plus 14 over the Sooners and Norman. And then took Texas plus six. It actually opened at seven. I missed the seven, but took Texas plus six over Oklahoma in the Red River game there in Dallas in early October. Okay. So what we've talked to you about this before. You do live in Texas. You follow that uh, program closely. You follow a lot of them closely, but you live right there. Um, I did see one book, I believe, open up Texas with a win total of nine. I saw another one with eight as the win total. Your overall expectations for that team this year? 
you know, I, I think I saw I, I took nine. I think I took under nine and a half. I've got nine and a half. Okay, over fifty bets right now uh, in college football. So it's hard for me to, to remember uh, all of them. I, I I need to look at it, but I either took under nine or under nine and a half. I think it was nine and a half. Now that you say that, uh, yeah, I think it was under nine and a half. And I just think that's a tad too uh, too optimistic for the Longhorns with that defense. Um, you know they have to win ten games for you to lose that bet. Nine and three would still be a good season for them, I, I believe, and you would be a winner at under nine and a half in that scenario. Uh, you know the Texas team's a lot like the USC team. I mean they kind of mirror each other. Mm. They're both. They have tons of skill, position, talent. Uh, very, uh, very talented on that side of the ball, despite having some questions on the offensive line. And then defense is kind of both of those teams' Achilles heels. So. If Texas, like USC, if Texas can get better on defense, uh, if that offense is as good as advertised, and they've got you know Xavier Worthy, he's one of the going to be one of the best receivers in the nation. Bijan Robinson already uh, considered perhaps the top running back returning in all of college football. And then if they can get that quarterback play from either a five-star recruit uh, Quinn Ewers or last year's opening game starter Hudson Card, who I wouldn't count out. Uh, as the potential starter, then Texas can be something, uh, you know, they, they aren't going to contend for a playoff spot, uh, but they could be better than last year. They averaged 35.3 points per game last year to rank 17th in scoring offense. So they've got the they've got the offense. I think it's going to be even better this year. They just got to get better on defense. What do you expect from Notre Dame and Kelly leaving, and how long will it take to turn LSU into a, a contender again? You know, the, the the Notre Dame issue, first of all, looking at uh, 36-year-old Marcus Freeman, uh, you know, he had been at Cincinnati as a defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, uh, gets hired by Kelly prior to the 2021 season as Notre Dame's defensive coordinator. And then after Kelly uh, leaves for uh, LSU, Freeman gets the promotion uh, to head coach. And that's an interesting hire. I, I know people are really – Uh, excited about Marcus Freeman, the type of person he is, the energy he brings to the program. But he's a first-time guy, Uh, and it's a a curious hire, to say the least, and and the jury's out. You know, he might be the the best head coach in the nation, you know, in a couple of years. We might be talking about him in those terms, or we might be talking about him in other terms. But I I did actually think Chris maybe had Notre Dame a little bit overrated. Uh, I actually took Clemson plus one uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, on November 5th, and then in a game played in uh, the middle of October, I took Stanford plus 20 points okay. at Notre Dame. Looking at LSU, uh, you know, LSU's program, it's amazing. Even though they still are recruiting at a high level, their roster has dropped considerably uh, in the last couple of years since that national championship team, a team for the ages in 2019. So I think Kelly's got a you know, he's got to find a quarterback, uh, even though Jaden Daniels transferred there from Arizona State will probably be the guy. He's got to rebuild that roster. And, and LSU's a team that uh, is like a lot of teams this time of uh, the year as we're evaluating. Kind of wait and see, get some data and, and, and see where they are. But uh, Brian Kelly in the SEC, interesting fit. It'll be a great watch. Very good, sir. Again, follow him on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports, and you can uh, download, listen, subscribe to his podcast. It is the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for the time today, and uh, good luck, obviously, we'll be talking to you in the future. Good deal. You guys have a great week, and talk to you soon. Yep. What do you have for biggest line move so far? Navy, 19 down to 12 and a half. Like he said, yeah. Iowa State, 13 down to 7 at Iowa. 
You the, the USC line really surprised. I mean, what Utah going to be a top five team? I mean, what? Well, from people are tw- higher on them again this year, but from well, Whittingham's a great coach, but this come on from twelve down to seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he mentioned he he has Utah plus one, Arizona from seventeen down to twelve at Arizona State, Utah from twenty four down to twenty at BYU. That's Utah State. What did I say? Utah. Oh, I'm sorry, Utah State. Alabama six and a half up to ten and a half at Tennessee. Oh, that, that's a lot of respect for Tennessee. That opened six and a half? Yikes. Oh, boy, okay. Wake, as Paul mentioned, from eight down to four at Louisville. Uh, tweets courtesy of Brad Powers. Baylor from eight down to four and a half at BYU. This is always tough, too, when you see the at at college football. But what could be uh, what's neutral and what's not? West Virginia from eight down to five at Vod Tech. K-State from 14 down to 11 against Oklahoma. The Stanford game from 20 down to 17 at Notre Dame. Oklahoma State from 13 down to 10 against Oklahoma, and Alabama from 18 to 21 against Auburn. Okay. And I, I could I, I would agree with fate in Auburn. I mean, Harson was lucky he survived this past. Oh, very year much so. With the off the field stuff and he had a disappointing season. And yep. yeah. Okay, so we were also talking about best concert venues earlier today. We put up the shot from uh, Pink Floyd playing in Venice in 1989. Okay, you were asking for feedback if anybody went to Woodstock. Yeah. This is from John. He was there in 1999. Long email here. Oh. I'll sum it up for oh, you. Oh, all hell broke loose. Great documentary on HBO about it. Extreme heat on the Air Force Base. Only shade was the hangar where DJs were spinning 24 hours. Food and drink were really expensive, which is part of the reason for the revolt. Yep. Bad in the heat. No shade. Yep. The Peace Patrol. Security. They were volunteers. They got a shirt and admission. After the first day, they sold their shirts and souvenirs and became part of the party. I did that before. I worked security many years at a no! at a concert back in uh, Wisconsin, oh. and that was always a talking point. We could sell our shirts because they gave us a security shirt. We work it, and then we could sell it for, to make a couple hundred bucks, and they just go there and attend. Well, I never did it though. Other people were doing it. I'm like, oh, this is a little dicey. I don't want to get caught. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, walking the trails in the campground, people held handmade signs with their menus. Okay. Woke up one morning, the vendor booths and ATMs were completely looted. Once Limp Bizkit, Rage, and Metallica played on Saturday night, it got crazy with the fires and the explosions. There was also this... The payphone, payphone booth, oh boy, turned into a bonfire. Oh, sure. Couldn't even get out, couldn't call anybody. The, yeah, the revolt was, you know, at the time... They were charging, you know, peace and love, right? Come on out, so they were charging like $12 for water. Whatever. It was. Yeah. It was Back then. Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So um, maybe not that high, but still, going back to 99, the prices were outrageous. Mm-hmm. And they just said that they had enough. And then there was uh, a lot of hostility and stuff going on, a lot of anger that in, in, a, in the crowd, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And uh, I never got of, myself to watch a documentary. That's good. I couldn't do it. I thought it was very good. They uh, also, people, the, I think the toilets or the, the shower, something broke. So they, it wasn't mud. I'll say it that way, too, mm-hmm. if you watch it. Yeah. What was going on? Uh, this wild scene. I remember wild. I wanted to watch as much as possible on like MTV back then when it was they were trying to air some of it live. So I told myself this would I was, what, 22? Yeah, hell of a list. 20, 21 years old, yeah. 22 years old. I'm like, yeah. I'd love to be there. This would be a lot of fun. Then yeah. you see it all, all the fires and everything. Okay, all right. Uh, this is from Dell in New Jersey. The Clash played 17 nights in Times Square. He went to eight of them back in 1981. The venue was oversold originally. They had eight nights. They added nine because it was oversold. Mind-blowing for us punk rockers. 
a reason I wanted to talk about this too, uh, which is an incredible picture, but what you saw during the match last week with Brady and Mahomes, what what is the spear going to look like? Well, that's what it's going to look like. But you saw it in, in some of the golf shots on the Wynn Golf Course, what this thing is going to look like, and it's coming soon with that venue. I mean, how, how extraordinary could this thing be? Well, it's going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind <laughs> with how it looks from the outside, and it's supposed to be state-of-the-art and, and game-changer on the inside about the, you, what you could get there. Look at this video Well, that pictures. That, Paul, that small venue cost, what, more, more than a billion dollars? I think it's like, I forget the price on it, but it's in, Stolen. it's in that range. Yeah. It's not millions we're talking about. It's higher than that, and it's not that big. So you know it's going to be incredible. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Jason Tatum is on a historically bad pace in the NBA Finals. What does that mean for you? You can actually bet on it. We'll run down the numbers for you coming up next. Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.